We welcome all who come to St. Anne's today and those who join us by live, live stream. You are always in communion with us by spiritual bonds as you make your spiritual communion with us by way of the media. This gospel and all that Jesus is telling the disciples 2,000 years ago about God as three persons must have been very difficult to accept or to understand, certainly. Because for ancient Judaism, certainly for Judaism even today, God is one. Judaism, like Islam, believes in absolute monotheism. God is one. And to have strange gods before you is blasphemous. So to hear God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit sounds like polytheism to ancient Jews. And so this is the problem historically. Not only is God three persons in one, how can that be? You're either one or three, but you can't be one and three at the same time, it would seem. But the other big problem is that Jesus is divine. If he is God in the flesh, for ancient Jews, this would have been blasphemous. Because how can God be man? It was the fundamental reason why he had to die on the cross. He made himself into a God, they thought. Even today, Islam historically does not accept Christianity because of Jesus as divine, because again, Allah is spirit, never flesh, and this trinity of persons, let alone Mary, the mother of Jesus, the mother of the Lord, therefore mother of God. These are big problems for Jews and Islam historically. So Christianity comes on the scene and Jesus reveals something quite unique in the history of religion about the nature of God. Yes, God is one, and yet God is three. Three persons in one God, the Divine Father, the Divine Son, and the Divine Holy Spirit, all from eternity, one God in three. If I were Jesus, and I'm glad I'm not, but if I were 2,000 years ago, I would never have talked about the Trinity. Never. It's so confusing to the average listener, to his context, for Jews and for Islam, a big problem. It's a dividing line in many ways between us and them when it comes to the doctrine, our belief in God. We all believe in one God, but there's a difference. So how to make sense of this? You might say, well, Father, it's a mystery. Just accept it on faith and don't try to understand this. And most people just accept what Jesus says, a lot of things that he says, and says, okay, he said so, that's the way it is. But how many of you ever read a mystery novel, a, a murder mystery? You don't simply say, I don't want to know who done it. You want to read, you want to understand, you want to probe the story and find out what is going on here. Now, you may not ever get all the answers that you want, but that doesn't preclude you from probing it, investigating it. So God gave us intellect, and he wants us to understand as best we can in faith so that we can believe even more. And that's a beautiful thing, to actually know what I believe. It's one thing to believe. It's another thing to know what I believe and to share that, to present that intelligently to the world.
This was not easy 2,000 years ago, certainly. And it took the church only about 300 years to get it together. So every Sunday and solemnity, we profess that creed, the credo, the Nicene Creed, the Council of Nicaea, that put together, I believe in one God, the Father. I believe in God, the Lord, Jesus Christ. I believe in the Lord, Holy Spirit. A Trinitarian monotheism took three centuries to formulate, and it wasn't easy. A lot of heresies, a lot of doubts, a lot of confusion about just what this meant. We stand really with 2,000 years of faith under our belts, but it was not easy for them. So Jesus doesn't deceive, and he doesn't mess around. So what he says, I and the Father are one, and I will send the Holy Spirit, who will give to you what I myself have received from the Father. He's telling the disciples about this relationship in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So let's try to understand that in five minutes. Where do we start? We start with ourselves, the natural order. That's the Catholic way. Start with the natural order and then ascend to the supernatural. So in the natural order, every man and woman is designed to do the following. With our intellect, to know. With our will, to love. To know someone other than ourselves and to love someone other than ourselves. This is a natural desire. If I were to simply know myself and love myself exclusively, we would call that narcissism. That's a deprivation of reason. That's not good. So I'm designed to know you and to love you. And I also have the desire to be known by you and to be loved by you. So to know and to be known, to love and to be loved by another. That's just natural. And think about that in marriage or serious relationships where you seek to know your partner and they seek to know you. You seek to love them and desire to be loved by them. And you keep working that relationship with more and more desire. I want to know you more. I want to know basically everything about you, but I can't because each person remains a mystery at some level. And we all seek to know ourselves and to love ourselves properly too. But it's a relationship of knowledge and love between persons. And the fruit of that relationship that fellowship, that communion of knowledge and love is another entity, another byproduct, if you will, of that relationship. It's the bond between you and that person. You, the other, and the bond between you. Now, that's intelligent about every human person. So I'm designed, you are designed, ultimately to know love and serve God. And what we're revealed, told by God, is that he seeks to know, love, and serve us through Jesus, the divine son. Now let's talk about this with regard to God then, as revealed by Jesus. 
if we're made in the image and likeness of God, therefore there's something about God who is also Trinitarian. God desires to know and love another perfectly. Hence, Jesus, his son. And the son so desires to know and love the other, the father, perfectly from all eternity. A perfect love, an eternal, perfect love and knowledge of one for another. And the fruit of that relationship is the bond of that eternal love, hence an eternal spirit. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, an eternal knowledge and love, one for the other, and the bond between them. Does that help you understand a little bit more about the intelligence of our faith? It wasn't easy for people then because they couldn't make those distinctions. But we have the benefit of many, many years and centuries of working this out. Now, what does that say about us? It says that I am designed to know and love another. If I don't do that, then I'm really missing out on who I am. The fundamental nature of me is to know and love another. And of course, that other person ultimately is God. I can't do that perfectly. I'm a sinner. But I have the graces of the Holy Spirit to pursue that relationship, just as you do in your relationships. When you don't understand someone, you don't abandon them, delete them, write them off. You seek to know them more, to love them more, not to run away from them. But so many people don't want to do that because they know and love themselves too much, way too much. They think they're gods and people should worship them. Welcome to Washington, <laughs> right? We've said that so many times from this pulpit because we live so close to the culture that is around us where everyone wants to love themselves. It's all about me culture, very dangerous. That's why a lot of people who go that route end up being very disappointed, frustrated, angry, sad, and their lives are miserable. As a priest, I can tell you so many times people come to me and say, most of my life, Father, I spent just pursuing myself. It was all about me, getting ahead, making money for me, pleasing myself with a lifestyle that was just all about me. And it didn't give me what I wanted. It made me miserable angry, lonely, very tired, and stressed. So, see, made in the image and likeness of God, I cannot but love and know another. And God also has that desire, as I said, to know and love us. So what's going to be the most incredibly powerful, natural way for God to know you and to love you and for you to know and love God? Not doctrines, although they're helpful. Not just your own concepts, your own psychological emotions, all that's important, but no. To know and love another person is to know them up close and personal, body to body, blood to blood. So if God wants to so know and love us, the most intelligent form is not a tweet or an email or a text or a letter, or just a concept. 
It's in the flesh. Body to body, blood to blood. That's why, see, Christianity actually makes our relationship with Jesus, with God, so real. Because it's in the flesh. 2,022 years ago, we know exactly where God became man. You can go there today and walk in the footsteps of the God-man Jesus, who is one with the Father and the Holy Spirit. God among us, personally, talking, relating, laughing, crying, suffering, dying, rising from the dead. And it's present among us even now as he says, look, I'm not abandoning you. I will be as personal to you again as I've always been through the Holy Spirit. So we live in the time of the Holy Spirit until the end of time when that same God in all three persons will manifest himself again to judge the world. That's what we believe. We say that in the creed, don't we? Who will come again at the end to establish all things under his, his reign. So in a moment, we're about to profess that creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. I believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord, who is God. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, who is God. One God in three ways, in the way in which you and I are made, in the image and likeness of the God, called to know and love and serve him. He, in turn, comes to know and love us perfectly through Jesus and gives us now, once again, personally, the most intimate relationship of knowledge and love in his body and blood. That is distinctively Christian, celebrated. All glory be then to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end.